everyone. Welcome to another episode of Opposites React. It is episode 48 and it is almost Christmas Eve. We're recording like 30 minutes before Christmas Eve. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Merry Christmas. I am Sarah and I'm here with Tyler. Hey everybody. Um, so we are going to get right into it today. Yeah, we're not going to waste any time because we do have a big podcast. Well, yeah, this is a big one because we're basically doing our recap of Everything, everything we've watched in 2020. I was going to say movies, but I hesitate to say that because we all, we're all obviously also including series, like Netflix series we've watched and uh, some other yeah, content. So it's not just movies specifically, but it's just a recap of everything we've watched in 2020. Not all of it together. Obviously, I'll have my own individual opinions on a lot of things. And, and again, a lot of the movies, I'm basically going to be doing a recap of my top 10 movies that came out in 2020, mm. whether that was on streaming or in theaters, if I was lucky oh, to see a few yeah, in theaters. Exactly, but right? But basically anything that I watched 2020 that came out new. Yeah. Um, and then we'll also talk about stuff we watched, you know, from... Yeah, I don't think old. I have 10 2020 movies. <laughs> no, you definitely haven't seen movies, 10 movies that came out in 2020 or anything like that. But yeah, um, do you want me to just get into it then? Yeah, you and go then, right ahead okay. and I'll and jump in you when feel I can. free to jump in whenever you have an opinion. <laughs> so I'm basically going to, like most formats, to do these type of, whether it's, you know, we follow lots of stuff on Twitter and uh, other... Top 10 websites. So you do you. Whatever. Typical, typical <laughs> format. I'm basically doing reverse order from okay. 10 to 1. This okay. is my ranking of my personal opinion of the movies that I saw that came out in 2020. Okay. Now, a couple of these two, you're going to be like, I think that came out in 2019. Uh-huh. But what I'm, okay. So, like, a couple, <laughs> yeah, a couple of the ones, like, I think I got one Netflix movie and one theater movie on here that technically came out in, like, January of 2020. But, like, like they were released, like, earlier in America or, like, other markets. Oh, but for our purposes, okay. they came out here. And, like, I saw... One movie, for example, I think it came out like the second week of January in Canada. So okay. I'm counting that as a 2020 movie, even though it's... Oh, well, it is for us. So. It is, exactly. So, uh, so, yeah, going in reverse order here. So, number 10, um, and again, I just want to specify, just because this is 10th on the list doesn't mean I don't think it's a good movie. It's just... <laughs> oh, well, no, because everybody <laughs> Why thinks... Why did you just make it a top five then? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I do like all the movies on the top 10 list. I'm just I'm saying the bottom few have flaws. Are real bottoms. Why, that's why they're on the bottom. I see. I had, I had a... I had a hard time kind of trying to organize my top three. When I get to that, I'll explain. Mm. But my top three, I kind of shuffled back and forth a bit. Well, tennis number one. There you go. I'll tell you that. Whenever. You don't know that. So oh, I do. I'm, <laughs> that's an educated guess. Okay. So, anyways, I get into it. Uh, number 10 is uh, Uncut Gems. Remember that oh, one? the um, Adam Sandler one. Yes. And that came out on Netflix earlier this year. Um and again, I, I, I'm not going to go into too much detail on these movies. I've already probably mm-hmm. talked about them on other podcasts. I'll just give a brief recap of why maybe I liked it, like why, why yeah. I chose to put it on this list. Mm-hmm. Um, or its placement. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely not going to be in my top five or top three or anything. I don't think it's a great movie. I don't really have, and I'm not saying it's a badly made movie. I just don't have a lot of appeal to rewatch it. Mm. It's, it's just a very stressful movie, yeah, which, which sure. works on a one viewing experience. It's definitely very good. And and yeah, Adam Sandler does give definitely one of his best performances. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, there, there's a lot I like about the film. Um, it moves like it moves pretty quickly. Like mm-hmm. even it's probably like a two hour movie, I think. But the pacing was great. Like you never feel like you're it's dragging and it's you can't wait to see. It. Especially the last twenty minutes are really intense. So mm-hmm. definitely, it's a it's a great film. I think, like I said, it belongs on my top ten. But uh, yeah, the movies above it are better for for various other reasons. So, anyways, I you know I still think it's worth a watch. Yes, but not, I listened to it. Yeah, it was decent. Yeah. Uh, number nine on the list is another Netflix film. Uh, came out, I think, probably sometime in the summer. I don't remember exactly when. Uh, this one was called The Old Guard. Do you remember that one? No, I don't. That's the one with Charlize Theron when she's like an immortal warrior. She has a I don't group of. All. I don't think I mentioned it too much on one of the podcasts. Uh, I didn't go into detail on it, but yeah, it was an original Netflix movie. Um, 
yeah, her and a group of other immortal soldiers. I'm not going to get too deep into the plot, but it's, let's just say it's a sci-fi action movie. Okay. And uh, it was good. It was like one of those Netflix movies where you're like, you watch it, you're like, yeah, that was pretty good afterwards. You can tell like, they're trying to build, a, it definitely ends in a cliffhanger like for a sequel. Yeah, trying to franchise it for sure. Yeah, like the, this movie did have some pacing issues on like, I mentioned Uncut Gems before. This mm-hmm. one did kind of drag a little bit some parts, but the, again, the climax that was really good. The last half hour is really intense. A lot of good action scenes. Um, and Charlize was great in it. Um, when is she never? I know. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's one of those things I think like to watch it once, you're kind of like, yeah, I'm good. I don't need to rewatch it again, probably. Have so, they announced the second one yet? No. Okay. No, I don't know what they're going to do with future sequels or anything, but yeah, The Old Guard. Good movie. I, I guess I would recommend a watch, a one watch experience. That but, name is not doing it any favors. Yeah, it's kind of generic, but. Anyways, uh, the next one, you might remember this one. Uh, you didn't watch it, but you, the title might sound familiar to you. Number eight on my list would be The Hunt. Do you remember that one? That was that movie that I thought was like going to be a stressful killing game, <laughs> and it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it was sort of like half comedy, half th- horror. I don't know yeah. how you want to call it, but yeah. So your sister actually lent me the rental yeah. on it. She had a, it was the Amazon, I think it was. Like an Amazon Cineplex. rental. It was through Cineplex? Yeah. Okay. So anyways, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is one that I think came out in very limited release in theaters. It was one of the first things, like, I think it came out back in March when COVID yes, kind of blew up. it was like the up. beginning. This was like the beginning of yeah. how movies were going to go this year. So it was available on streaming right away. I, I really liked it. Like I said, uh, it definitely belongs above the other two movies because this one I probably would rewatch. That's why okay. I put it above the other two on my list, at 9 and 10. But um, yeah, it, again, I think it had a really good blend of like some funny moments, like like a little bit of satire, a little bit of dark comedy. The the action, the, whatever like the little horror kills they threw in there were pretty good, pretty creative. I like the ending a lot. The end fight. I'm not gonna spoil it, but it's pretty great. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just really enjoyable. I didn't have any expectations going into it, mm. and I thought it was pretty good. So yeah, I'd recommend it. The hunt. Okie dokie. Don't confuse that with. Um, <laughs> I think there's another movie called The Hunt that's supposed to be really good. Apparently, it's like a. It's. A, I don't. I'm not gonna. I don't want to get the country name wrong. It's definitely an international film. Like it's. It's subtitled. Okay. But it stars like. I'm pretty sure the movie is called The Hunt. And it stars Mads Mikkelsen. The I guy, heard that name. The guy from like, uh, he's bad guy in Casino Royale. He was in the Hannibal TV show. Oh, yeah. He was in Death Stranding. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll help me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, that, that's what's like a really dark, like not dark, like it's a drama about like a teacher who gets accused of something. And it's supposed to be really like depressing to watch. Okay. So yeah. So if you're searching The Hunt, try and watch the one that came out in 2020, which is like, <laughs> I'm not saying don't watch the other one. I'm just saying yeah. don't give an expectation to me like, oh, that one is supposed to be a comedy. Oh, no, this isn't a comedy at all. <laughs> so uh, yeah, make sure you're looking for the right title. Understood. Uh, number seven on the list. This was actually the, no, sorry, not the first. I think this was the second movie I saw in theaters this year. The first one would be higher up my list, but this was I think, the second movie I saw in theaters this year. So it was back in late January. It was called The Gentleman. Remember that? Right. I think it was on yes. our first podcast, actually. I mentioned it. Yeah, I think so. I think I saw this one in theaters with my mom. Yeah. I think because it's a she really, it's a Guy Ritchie film, mm-hmm. and we like his style of his dialogue's really good and his characters. Like it was again, you had Matthew McConaughey in this, you had Charlie Hunnam, uh, Hugh Grant. Yes. A lot of good actors. Uh, it was a really entertaining movie. I really liked it a lot. I do want to watch it again. I've only watched it the one time so far. Is it on anything streaming? Um, I don't know if I've checked. No, I don't think so. I don't think it's on Netflix or Amazon or anything yet. Uh, actually, I'll correct I myself. I, it might actually be on Amazon. I cannot remember, but. Yeah, I do want to watch it again. It was a great film. Um, yeah, you made it sound really fun. Yeah, it is fun. It's, it's a good... It really felt like the old Guy Ritchie films he used to make, like the ones I liked, like Snatch. Yes. And um, oh, what's that other one he did? He's had some misfires in the last <laughs> decade or so, but uh, yeah, it, it was a good return to form for him, I think, and I really liked all the characters. Okay, that was number seven. Number six on the list. 
I don't know if this one might surprise you as to where I have it ranked here, but um, I have Sonic the Hedgehog at number six. I'm not surprised. Okay, that was. Yeah. I think it was surprising. Early, earlier in the year, movies. earlier in the year is definitely my top three. Yeah. Not again, not to say it's a bad film, but as other stuff has come out, it's dropped down a little bit in my mm-hmm. ranking. But I again, I had like almost no expectations going into this one. I, I took my I took our son to see it, yeah. which was great. He and Lay loved it too in the theaters. Yeah, and um, I think this came out back in March, like February. right before it was, was, it it February? was Valentine's Day. Really? Yeah. Okay, sorry, February then. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was great. Like I said, it was. I, was, I really love Jim Carrey's role in it. Uh, he really brought back that '90s Jim Carrey yes, style. For sure. But he was actually pretty, he was really surprisingly good in it. Um, without being too corny, and yeah, I really loved the the CGI, the voice acting for Sonic was great. That the action scenes, it was just a really well made, fast paced mm. movie. Kid like good for kids and adults alike. So yeah, definitely recommend. And I'm curious to see what they do with the sequel. For sure. Yeah. There's definitely room to grow for that there's definitely There's definitely a cliffhanger at the end of that one. Of course spoiler, there is. Make sure you watch the end credits scene. <laughs> yeah. Okay, number five on the list. Uh, another Netflix original. Uh, I don't know if the title's going to mean anything to you. It's kind of a generic title, but you, maybe once I start describing it, you'll remember what I'm talking about because I really did like this one too. Um, this could have been a little bit higher up my list, but I'm going to put it at five for now. And I have, at number five, I have Extraction. Remember Extraction? That was a generic title. That's the one with Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Where he's like oh, a mercenary. Oh, yes, I do. Has to escort a kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. In like India. I think it's India yeah. or Bangladesh or something. Bangladesh is in India, isn't it? <laughs> I'm going to sound dumb now. I think it's in India. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> but uh, anyways. I'm saying nothing. Yeah, this one I have watched twice because yeah, I'm pretty so you, sure. You saw it with your mom, I think, the second time. Well, the first time I watched it by myself. Second yeah. time I showed it to my mom. Because yeah. again, this one you has. You promised to watch it with her and you totally yeah. did not. <laughs> this movie has like some amazing action scenes. The choreography mm-hmm. is insane. There's that one, like they did like that one one take shot, like oh, eight right. to ten minutes somewhere in the middle of the film, which is just crazy. The choreography and everything. Um, but yeah, I really like this film. Again, I think they're trying to make a sequel to this. It sounds like they're trying to not make, I don't want to say franchise everything. That's mm-hmm. a generic term, but I think they're trying to make an add on to this. Which I hope they do because like I said I really did like the characterizations in the film and um, it's really again just I'm gonna overuse this title by the end of this podcast but you know well paced like it's just I like movies that just move forward without too dragging no and stalling keep, yeah keep my attention don't make me look at my my phone or <laughs> the time or anything right so yeah I definitely recommend watching Extraction that was a great great film and a pleasant surprise like I, said, I really I, I saw the trailer earlier this year I was like okay that looks pretty cool and then when it came out I watched it and I was like oh, that was awesome. And then mm-hmm. I want to recommend it to everybody. Was so, that their like big feature film of the year? Back in like, I think it came out in April or May. It was pretty big at the time for them. Yeah, for Netflix. Um, okay, number four. Here's one that I didn't get to see in theaters. Actually, I think this one came out right around the time when COVID nineteen blew up and theaters were starting to close down, at least temporarily. Or mm-hmm. you know, no one really knew what was going on. So this was one that I had to watch on. I had to rent it on Blu-ray. But I'm glad, I'm glad I watched it because I think it was a great film and I. I would love to rewatch it again sometime. And this one, number four, this one is The Way Back. Do you remember which one this is? <laughs> no, not at all. The basketball one with Ben Affleck. Oh, right. You what did you watch this? That? Yeah, I watched it. When did you we watch talked it? about it on a podcast. I, I thought you it. talked about watching the trailer. No, I watched the movie. I okay. talked about it. <laughs> Jeez. Anyways. Um, I tuned out. Apparently. <laughs> so for anybody else who hopefully didn't tune out when I talked about it last time. <laughs> I remember. Uh, I remember he got drunk. Yeah, that's not the whole plot. That's part, yes, he's an alcoholic. That's part of the plot. But this was directed by Gavin O'Connor, who does a lot of other. He does a lot of sports films too that I like. He did Miracle with Kurt Russell. He did Warrior with uh, with uh, Tom Hardy and um, and uh, oh my gosh, I can't remember the name. Joel Tom Ed, Hardy Joel, did a sports movie. Yeah, and we'll talk. I talked about Warrior before too. Oh. So, anyways, he's a good director. He likes working with Ben Affleck, obviously. Yeah, They're really good together. So, but I love the way he shoots sports films. Um, like I said, so far he's done, obviously, so he's done a, 
hockey film, an MMA film, and now a basketball film. The way the director shoots the action in these sports films is, is really good. Uh, you can tell he's not like just doing a lot of cuts and edits to try and hide the fact that the actors are actually doing most of the skills themselves. Uh, like he's not hiring big name actors for these movies. What I'm trying to say, he's hiring right. guys who have some sports experience, probably. So, but uh, <laughs> anyways, that's not the main plot of the film. The plot of the film is definitely about driven around Ben Affleck. I've talked about this before, so yeah. I'm not going to go into detail. I on it, but yeah, I really liked it. I I, I debated on putting this in my top three. I mean, it definitely belongs in my top five, but I put it at four for now. Didn't make the cut. I had a hard time justifying. So my top three here, we're going to get into it. I'm it's excited. In. So again, number three, some people might say it's kind of a cheat because technically it did come out, I believe, in Dece- December of 2019, but that was like a limited release thing in the U.S., so it didn't come out in Canada until early January when I saw it in theaters. And it's also, we talked about this, I think, on our very first podcast of the year. So this would be number three is 1917. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That I remember lots of explosions. Well, yes, it's a war film, so there's actually not that many explosions in it oh, <laughs> compared to good, like one of the, some of the good scenes had explosions. Yes, okay. Well, you're just referring to the idea. It's not just an act. It's not really an action movie. It's not built like a Saving Private no, Ryan or something like that. It's definitely a, a smaller character like driven war film, yes. you know. So, and again, I talked about this at much length before, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to go into detail. But great film, loved everything about it. We'll definitely rewatch it again and again. I think I think I've already seen it twice now. Once in theaters and once again. I think I rented it on 4K to watch it again. Yeah, I probably will own it someday in my collection. Yeah. Number two is, is another Netflix movie. came out in October, I believe it was. Uh, in the trial of, of the Chicago 7. Right. Yeah. You did. You talked my ear off about this yes, one. Yes, this was a great, great. Uh, so I watched it once by myself. Watched it again with my mom. Yep. <laughs> as you do. As I usually do. Yeah, I really love I love everything, everything about this film. I'm pretty sure I've talked about it at length before. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so directed, directed and written by Aaron Sorkin, who's a great writer great actors in the film everything about it again well paced and you know we've used that term but i think this is one of those movies yeah that you said that last episode i would have to watch because i haven't watched it yet and this was one of them i'm pretty yes sure. you should definitely watch it or listen to it whatever you want <laughs> yeah it's not really that much of a visual film you can you could listen to it it's oh, mostly like just that. it's a courtroom Picross style dialogue movies. film exactly Although, I don't know, maybe you should watch it just because they throw around a lot of names and if you don't know how to oh, associate so a face with the name then but and you probably wouldn't recognize you probably wouldn't recognize too many of the actors' voices, but okay. there's a lot of famous actors in there. Um, yeah, Sometimes so, it's better that way. Yeah. Then I don't see them in other roles. Like anytime you hear Daniel Radcliffe, I just think Harry Potter, and it ruins everything. <laughs> yeah. So okay, I, I mean, at this point, I guess everybody knows what number one is. Obviously, I couldn't have <laughs> guessed it. I don't know. I mean, how. I can't not put Tenet at number I one. And I know people are going to have problems with that because, and I, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I. I Why t- Tenet, Tenet, well, Tenet is it's a divisive film. It really is because some people are just tired of Nolan films the way he, you know, uh, and especially the the way he does the audio in the films. I get why that's great yes. to people. I don't mind it, but I get why that's a big thing but that's for a, people. That's a good criticism. It is. I agree. It's valid. Um, but I would just say, you know, if you came out of the film saying, I didn't get it, again, I understand. You're not really supposed to get it on so. one viewing. No. And anybody who says they got it on one viewing, I'm like, mm, I don't think you did. Because <laughs> <there's, laughs> you know, it's one of those films you have to watch a few times to really grasp. Just, and again, a lot of that is the fault of the storytelling. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's a perfect film by any means. It's not even my favorite Nolan film. Um, I will one day rank them. One I day, understand. But for now... I mean, it's still the movie this year that had the biggest impact on me. And not just because I saw it in theaters, which was an amazing experience. And I'm glad I did see it in theaters. But just coming away from it and thinking about it for days afterwards and then going back and watching it again a second time and being like, okay, I get it a bit more now, which is <laughs> awesome. But I really want to watch it a third time uh-huh. now to get it again. And I do. I am hope I'm waiting a couple of days from now when I can watch it again <laughs> in 4K and blow my mind some more. 
But yeah, again, it's not a perfect film. Uh, but it was the best of the year. It was the best of the year, in my opinion. And again, I, I really, I, I had, honestly had a hard time sorting out my top three. You know, I, I mean, before Tenet came out, I probably would have said, well, I mean, yeah, obviously before. Cause it would be number two. In, 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 or, in the order of when they came out, it would have gone 1917, then Trial of the Chicago 7. No, sorry. 1917, Tenet, and Trial of the Chicago 7, and that order is when they were released. So, I mean, obviously, at the start of the year, 1917 would have been my best film up until. Right. Even when even, even when the Trial of Chicago Seven came out, I probably would have said maybe nineteen seventeen is still a little bit better than it, just because the I don't know the spectacle of it and just mm-hmm. the impact. But for sure, like I, Tenet is just for me the most interesting, compelling film that came out this mm-hmm. year for many reasons. Yeah, not even the, the story, the spectacle, the it's just, it's just nobody but Nolan could have got this film made. And I don't just say that because obviously he wrote it, but I mean. He has that kind of clout. No, who's going to make a two hundred and fifty or whatever three hundred million dollars it cost that kind of a big budget film for a premise like that? Mm-hmm. Like those kind of budgets go towards superhero movies and, mm-hmm. and Bond movies and stuff. Not a movie about, and not a movie that an audience is not going to understand in one view and get confused and annoyed at. You know what I mean? The only the only certain director has the kind of power to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, even and who knows what the future of cinema is going to look like? So I don't know. If I'll ever see an old movie in theaters again, that's it may true. not happen. You know, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, that's a that's a sobering it's depressing, thought. Depressing thought, but you know, we don't know what's going what's going to happen in twenty twenty one. So, uh, again, I, if that's my last great theater experience, then I'm happy to say that that I saw it. So, so that's true. Yeah, <laughs> um, you did. So to quickly recap, and then we can move on because I want I know you want to get to some other stuff we haven't talked about yet. So, okay. number ten, Uncut Gems. Number nine, The Old Guard. Both those are on Netflix, by the way. Number eight, The Hunt. Number seven, The Gentleman. Number six, Sonic the Hedgehog. Number five, Extraction. Number four, The Way Back. Number three, 1917. Number two, The Trial of the Chicago 7. And number one is Tenet. Which, by the way, is out now on Blu-ray and 4K, so go buy it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways, now I will give the mic over to you. I know one of your favorite things that we watched together this year um, on Netflix was The Witcher. Yes, it was. So, explain why you liked it so much. <laughs> I don't, like I, okay. As someone who hasn't played much of the games, it's on my list of 2021 Sarah has to beat this kind of thing, but this the uh, the setting speaks to me. It's just I love the the I don't even know. I love well, it. it's a it's a fantasy sci-fi world. Yeah. I mean, you have witch, you have witches and dragons and uh, but like. the, I just <laughs> love the, the cast of like the three main characters. Uh, Yennefer, Siri, and Geralt, but just Geralt always had the one funny line per episode that <laughs> yeah. just broke all the tension. It was it was so perfectly timed, and he delivered it so well that it was just great every episode. And Yennefer's character had such a good character arc. Mm-hmm. I loved yeah. watching that. Siri, I wish had a little bit better of an arc, um, but I think she will come into her own in season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I it did have um, uh, good episodes and bad episodes too. Like they weren't all great. But the potential for next season is so high that I am so hyped. Like this was definitely probably my f- definitely probably that doesn't make sense. That was, it was definitely my favorite thing I watched this year, um, movie or or TV show. Like, yeah. I, I did, not that I watched much, so it's not a high <laughs> bar. But um, I would definitely I'm excited to go back and watch it again before season two comes out, kind of thing to catch up and. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Henry Cavill, I thought was amazing in the role. Yeah, Geralt loved him. Um, especially too because he, you can tell that he's when you see it behind the scenes interviews and stuff he's very passionate about the lore like he's, yeah. a, he's a gamer too and he, he understands the Witcher franchise he really wanted to be into this role mm-hmm. and he, you can tell he takes it seriously and I mean the dude looks like a tank yeah and he's just built for that role but 
um yeah and also i mean you can't you can't not mention that series without mentioning that song it's oh <laughs> i still listen i have it in my like youtube music yeah. and i just i sing it in the shower yeah <laughs> so yeah definitely we're definitely looking forward to see, i hope season two comes out in 2021 i think they are filming it right now they went I back believe so. to filming after the covid stuff kind of settled down a bit mm-hmm. or whatever but um yeah yeah there's so, a little for next year um i'm just looking at a list of stuff that we watch here together um we're gonna get to, we'll get to the Ghibli stuff in a bit, but I just want to mention one other movie that I think was a pleasant surprise for both of us this year uh, that we we rented. Do you remember that one called Sing Street? Oh, Sing Street! That was a great movie. Not, it was. Uh, I liked Once Better still. Um, I don't know who directs it, but it's the same director. Yeah, I can't remember either. But um, but the soundtrack is still another banger. Yep, I use that term because I'm cool. <laughs> soundtrack was great. Um, yeah. That was a pleasant surprise like yeah. that we that you just saw once mentioned on on YouTube and you're like okay well I like one so we'll watch this and it turned out to be great and mm-hmm. I wish we saw it before but yeah um I guess okay we'll kind of lump these two together because we have talked about them before we're not going to spend too much time on them but uh, we we did watch um, we did rent your name earlier mm-hmm. this year and then of course recently we rented which we talked about was weathering with you mm-hmm. so we can kind of talk about those briefly back to back since it is the same director um. Yeah, we know you already mentioned you like your name better. Yeah, but weathering with you is still a great film, I think too. Yeah, on merits. Yeah, for sure. I would watch them. I would have spent like a a good Saturday watching both of them back to back. It was such a, like your name was such a, just a sweet story, mm-hmm. and it definitely was a tearjerker in the end. But um, weathering with you is no slouch either. No, but uh, yeah, they were definitely good surprises. And I don't know what else that director does, but I would check it out but i know your name is like just a um, a hit in japan like yeah it is a sensation uh i was going to briefly mention a couple other films i watched this year um i don't think you, you and you've probably heard me talk about them because i've mentioned them on other, other on some of our other podcasts briefly but i rented that one uh on 4k it's called ad astra do you remember that one that was the oh that sounds like outer space brad pitt sci-fi one Bad pit. He, he goes into space trying to find his father, played by Tommy Lee Jones. Oh yeah, it was a good. I, it was good, not great. I liked it. That it definitely dragged in some moments. Um, and I didn't really. The payoff at the ending wasn't too great, mm. which I think was the point. It's supposed to be sort of a sobering movie. It's not supposed to have like a happy ending per se, but it was good. I don't really have any desire to rewatch it again, and I don't really know if I'd have an easy time recommending it to people. But, you know, it's not the worst. I mean, if it's on TV one day, if it's on Netflix, I don't think it's on Netflix yet, but if it's on there someday, I'd, it's, I'd say it's worth a watch. If it doesn't grab you in the first hour or so, I'd say just drop it because it's not going to get much better after <laughs> that. You kind of know what to expect once the movie kicks off. So Okay. But yeah, uh, I, don't hate, I didn't hate watching it. I just, yeah, it was okay. Um, Marriage Story. Netflix oh yeah, I haven't watched that one. Was great. Again, it's a, it's one of those ones that's it's it's great on a one. I'm not saying it's I don't. I'm not saying I don't want to rewatch it, but it is hard to rewatch because yeah. it is a very any parent any any from my perspective anybody who's gone through seeing their parents have a divorce let's say the, mm. like the fights in this in this movie between the married couple feel very real the dialogue is very authentic and they both both adam driver and scott johansson do an amazing job and uh yeah it's a really good film with a really sobering ending <laughs> i think mm. i've used that word twice now but mm-hmm. um yeah it's just it's a, it's a hard one to rewatch, but definitely for one view I'd, I'd recommend it it's definitely worth seeing worth yeah, at least once watch it with your partner as long as you're not like on the verge of getting divorced yeah the movie, the movie, <laughs> might, get, made, the movie might, might make you go for it well i don't know if i'd say that because the movie shows shows both sides of the divorce so it's, it's it's a very well-written film but um yeah um yeah we'll just get into the, uh, the ghibli stuff oh, here now. I, so what was oh, that teflon sorry. movie the teflon movie that we watched was also 
Oh yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Dark Waters. Yes, yeah, with Mark I like Ruffalo. that one. That was a great one too. Yeah, that was again. I think I mentioned it before on one of the other podcasts. It's sort of in the vein of like spotlight type films, yes. like that sort of investigative. I mean, that one's more about journalism. This one's more about from the, the background of the lawyer. Yes, trying to build a, a case. But uh, yeah, that was a great film. And Every time I, I use pots and pans now, I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anytime it's based on a true story, you know, it's. It's something we didn't know about because we didn't really grow up in that. I think That's it happened true. mostly back in the early 90s or something. So we were obviously young at that no, time. Little, little lads but, and losses. Yeah, that was a great film. You're right. Um, so, well, I'll just do a brief recap here of the Ghibli ones we watched so far this year in order. So we watched Nausicaa. Yay. Castle in the Sky. Mm. My, <laughs> you can do this. My Neighbor Totoro. Mm. Kiki's Delivery Service. Mm. Only Yesterday. Mm. And Porco Rosso. Yay! <laughs> so, do you still say Nasca is the best? Or Yay! Yeah? Okay. Porco Rosso second, I'm guessing? Yeah. You, okay. And then I'm going to guess what? Kiki's? Out of or those Castle? ones? Yeah. yeah. Kiki, okay. probably. Which one was your worst? Totoro? Or Yeah. You didn't like Totoro? I right? really did not like Totoro. The thing I like about Totoro, the thing I appreciate about Totoro is it's definitely, it's a film that could be made for kids. Like, Alice can watch it too, but it, the plot is so simple that a kid could follow it, you know? Yep. That's um, the thing. You'd take that as a pro or a con. Um, I really like Kiki's Delivery Service. I think that one... I like the cat. Impre- yeah, Gigi. <laughs> and, and Porco Rosa really impressed me because I didn't really know... I, the I premise seemed weird going, into, going into it. Yeah. I remember reading the synopsis and like, it sounds weird. But yeah. yeah, it was actually pretty good. I thought it was great. Pleasant surprise. Yeah, so we will get back to this in 2021. We will be, we will be watching some more Ghibli for sure. We keep saying that. I know. I know. <laughs> um... I mean, I'm not going to, again, this came out, technically this came out last, in December of 2019, but since I watched it earlier, as you always mentioned, you know, the season one of The Mandalorian, I watched back in like yeah, January, February-ish. I have to finish season two still. I have, I'm a procrastinator, so I'm still stuck on the last, I have two episodes to go. Oh, really? I'm doing, my, be- do doing my best to avoid spoilers. Yeah, good luck. Well, no, I, I have. I haven't gone because I know the ending. Everybody was like, "Oh, season two ending is amazing." I'm like, "I don't want to know. I don't want to know yet." Let me have two like two episodes is basically like an hour and a half of time. I should be able to just power through it, but 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 you'll watch a two-hour movie, no problem. Yeah, <laughs> like watching Collateral again, but <laughs> <laughs> or Tenet like five times once you get it on Christmas. Oh boy, yeah. Uh, a couple other brief movies I watch. I think I've, I I have mentioned these on previous podcasts, but I watched these were both. I saw these on Amazon. They weren't like Amazon originals. Mm, but they were there. They were just like, these might have been like straight to DVD type or they, they like limited theater run type movies that were just kind of like dumped on Amazon. But uh, neither had a huge impact on me. That's why I didn't obviously put them in my, well, they didn't come out in 2020. So I didn't put them in my recap list anyways. But the one was called Final Score. That's the one with uh, Dave Bautista, the former wrestler. Right. I guess technically he's still a wrestler, but he's more of an actor now. Yeah. <laughs> so he's uh, he was in it and uh, you had like, uh, Pierce Brosnan had a small role in it. It was it was it was it was one of these like I think I best described this. I think I'm pretty sure I mentioned this in a previous podcast where I described it as like Die Hard in a soccer stadium. <laughs> it's basically you have a bunch of terrorists at like a European soccer stadium, and you have one guy who's like a former soldier mercenary type who's just gonna be like, I'm gonna you know stop these terrorists, save my because of course his kids with him at the soccer game. Mm. There always has to be a child tagging along to add more drama to the situations. Right. But it was a good like straight to DVD B movie. You know I enjoyed watching it. The action scenes were actually pretty confidently done for a movie with a limited budget you can tell uh, and Pierce Brosnan was in it for like 10 minutes at the end even though he's like featured heavily in the uh, marketing and the trailers and everything but he's had a small yeah. role which I kind of expected and then he pulled off a terrible Russian accent too but uh, <laughs> from Russia with love yeah 
Uh, so yeah, it was okay. I mean, again, if you're looking, if you're really looking for something to watch, there's much better stuff to watch on Amazon. Uh, I think I just watch it because again, I was looking for a dumb B movie that day, and it, it, it worked. It, it served its purpose. And the next one, uh, this would be sort of like a double A movie, I'd call it, like not triple triple A being like a blockbuster. This is more like a it's a small budget, like it's just set in New York City. It's like a, it's like a, a very focused movie. This next one, Twenty One Bridges. That's the one with, uh, unfortunately, uh, Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace, Black Panther. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he played a cop in this movie, and he's investigating a, uh, there's like a drug deal slash robbery thing gone bad, a bunch of cops got killed, and then it turns, there's just, it's about a lot of corruption in the NYPD, and Boseman plays like an NYPD detective who's trying to sort of uncover what happened with this botched crime, and a bunch of drugs and money were stolen, and it all links into the NYPD, kind of. It was a good, like... Again, serviceable, like one of these cop drama movies with a good little twist at the end. And like J.K. Simmons played a good role as the uh, police chief who mm. is a bit more involved than you might think he is. Mm. He's, one, he's one of those actors who's really good at playing both sides. Like you want to like him because he's, he's so, you know, charming. And But then it turns out he could also play a bad guy really good too. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, I do. Okay, okay, good. Um, <laughs> and now I have a question yes, because yes. you brought it up. Okay. What's the difference between the double A and a B movie? B is a movie that knows it's bad. Like okay. it's, 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 you can have a double A movie with a low budget that is trying to tell a good story. Like actually has competent actors and a competent director and stuff behind it. You know, a B movie where it's just like, you know, you're gonna put an action star in there and then have some cheesy lines. Okay. And it's one of those movies you just want to have a beer and have a good time. Okay. Double A movie. I'm actually looking to get something out of it. <laughs> I'm just trying to get yeah. the rating system. Sure, under control. sure, sure. I, I'm not very consistent with it probably, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, so you know what I, I think I, that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna leave yeah, it at that. that that's yeah. my sort of recap of 2020 for what we've watched. So um, how would you say this year has been overall with like <sighs> pandemic and streaming and like does it still live up to your movie expectations? Well, I mean, obviously there's a lot of stuff I was looking forward to seeing in 2020 that got pushed to 2021 or possibly even farther now. Who mm-hmm. knows? And, and, and yeah, my biggest thing is I think it was still a really good year for movies. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with everything I saw whether it's at home or in theaters. Um, I'm just really, I really, I'm just, there's just a lot of uncertainty. I don't know what to expect in 2021. I mm-hmm. hope that I can go back to theaters next year and see some good movies. I'd really like to see James Bond in theaters. If I have to see it at home, that's the way it is, but I'll be depressed. I just, more than anything, I just want, whether it takes three, four, six months from now, I don't know. I really want, I just hope theaters do bounce back. Even if, it wouldn't surprise me if even theaters might change in your future where you only have maybe like four or five screens playing because it's just I, I don't know if you can we can go back to those like having 10 packed theaters in a you know I don't know I honestly feel like the future of film has changed now because obviously studios have seen the potential of streaming mm. they're making a lot of deals now with with Amazon and Apple and Disney and all these other services to I, I get they want to have their cake and eat it too. They want to put it in theaters and have it on streaming at the same time. They sort of have both areas of revenue going. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I don't know what to expect next year. Um, I'm sort of sad for the state of cinema right now, but I understand what the way the world is. This is mm-hmm. how it has to be. Uh, yeah, I mean, I will always love watching movies. I always love rewatching movies. You know that. <laughs> um, yeah, I am looking forward to 2021. There's a lot of good, it, whether films come out when they're supposed to or they get delayed again, there's still a lot of good stuff that's coming out next year that I'm looking forward to. And lots for you to catch up on. Yes, as well. A lot of stuff that I still have. I, actually, briefly, I will mention, sorry, I, I should have brought it up here. It's, it's not a very big list, but um, there was a bunch of movies that came out this year that I haven't seen yet that I want to get around to seeing. And okay. some, some of these are on streaming services already. I just haven't gotten around to them. So... I briefly mentioned the first one was um, called The Invisible Man. Came oh. out earlier this year. 
I really want to see that one because I've heard it's great. What is that really bad game that's wearing its foot out? I don't know what you're referring Quiet to. Man. Oh, okay. Sorry. It sounds almost the exact same as why. Right. What? It was a bad game. <laughs> I know. <laughs> don't lump that in with something that's supposed to be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the same kind of name. I get it. I get it. Uh, well, I think this one was on HBO. That's why I didn't get a chance to see it yet. But it's called Bad, bad Education. It's one with Hugh Jackman. It's based on a true story where he plays like a principal who there's like some corruption involved with him embezzling funds or whatever. Right. I've heard of this I one. I heard that was really good. Uh, this one came out recently on Amazon. I really want to get around it. And actually, I recommend your sister to watch it. Not just because the movie's about drumming. I thought she would like it, mm-hmm. Catherine. But uh, this movie's called Sound of Metal. Okay. And uh, it's, it's, I don't think it's based on a true story or anything, but it's based on a guy in like a heavy metal band who starts to lose his hearing. Oh. And the rest of the movie is about him dealing with going deaf. Like more like he goes to like a, a, a institution, like a group of people, like deaf people to help him learn how to deal with his... Because mm-hmm. he, he, he wants to just get like hearing aids and go back to normal. But then people are telling him like, you have to learn to just embrace this is how the rest of your life's going to be now. I've heard the movie does a really good job of being respectful about that. Yeah, towards, that's like, a tough yeah. line. So I've heard that's a great film. And the next one actually, which I think, I'm not sure if it's out on Disney Plus now or if it's coming out in the next couple of days, but it's a, that new Pixar one called Soul. We haven't watched the last Pixar one. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care too much about Onward. I'm not too worried about okay. that one. Well, I've, I've heard, heard Soul. Decent. Yeah, but I've heard Soul's supposed to be great. I have not seen like, What the Heck Is This? I'm not going to get into it right now. We'll oh. talk about it after we watch it. But <laughs> okay. let's just I don't say, know go, go watch a trailer for it. Check it out. Um, it looks like the next great Pixar film. I've seen nothing. Like, not even a commercial. Living under a rock, then. Probably. <laughs> I literally, this is the first time hearing of it. Anyways, those are the ones I will hopefully get around to watching before the end of the year. Or I might just watch 10 to 10 more times. So <laughs> We all know the real answer here. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, Again, next week's about video games, so yes, nobody about Tenet for next, five Next, next hours. week, our last podcast, twenty twenty. Next week will be our, our video game recap: what we've played, what we wanted to play, good, what bad, we, ugly. Yes, exactly. We'll do a lot, a lot of decent lists for next week. <laughs> uh, yes, and, Apex plus Apex plus Apex. No, no, no. <laughs> anyway, no, because we're just talking about games that came out in twenty twenty. Um, so it'd be a lot of MLB the show. No, I'm just kidding. Apex season seven <laughs> came out in twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, I'm not doing that. Okay. So anything you want to end up want to wrap up with? Final thoughts? Um, no. I really just want to go watch The Witcher again now that I've rethought about it. So that's great. <laughs> Maybe I'll go do that. Well, before season two comes out, we probably will rewatch season oh, one. Oh, for just sure. Just a refresher. Yeah. Maybe you'll go back to Gilmore Girls sometime this lifetime. Mm, maybe. <gasps> I tell you what, I promise I will watch... We will finish season one of Gilmore Girls if you promise to watch Tenet with me once. Oh. Just once. <laughs> you better give me a good snack. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, give me a snack. It's a long film, too. Oh, so. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, I hope everybody enjoy the show tonight. Um, again, I, I, I don't know if you want to. I was going to say, I don't know if you want to pimp it again. It's not the right expression. I don't know if you want to uh, point out our the email we have yeah so if you um disagree with tyler or you're allowed to agree with him too i guess (laughs) okay you know what i would love yeah if you want to email us comments about about my recap list uh anything else you that you want to recommend that i would watch i would love to hear any recommendations or watch your top 10 in general exactly give us your recaps your top 10 list your top one even i'll listen to the top one top five it doesn't have to be 10 if you've only seen five films this year just give me your top five i'd love to hear if anybody else has opinions on uh, what I have or haven't seen. Give me some more recommendations. Remember the email? No, I don't. When, <laughs> when opposites react at gmail.com. Perfect. So yeah, let us know because I'm curious if I've been obviously living under a rock for some things. So I would like to know if I have missed anything. Um, but yeah, you good? 
I am good. So hey, I, I mean, today is December twenty third when this is no, when not recording anymore. this. Well, is it? No, is it midnight yet? It is. Oh, it just hit midnight. Okay, it is officially <laughs> Christmas Eve right now when we are wrapping this up. So I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas or if you're you know Happy Holidays. If you had a is Hanukkah already over for Hanukkah? Yes. Okay, hope you had a good Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah is the expression, I guess. Not good Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays, everybody else. Go watch some good movies. Yes. Spend <laughs> your holidays. Spend, spend your holidays. <laughs> Hopefully, if you have, I mean, you're probably not with a big family right now. I'm not sure what your situation is, but if you have whatever limited family you have at home with you, or whether you're just watching a movie by yourself. Streaming parties. Yeah. Go Yeah. Go stream. Go get under a blanket. Grab some popcorn. Mm, popcorn. Man, I miss popcorn now. Theater popcorn. I'm sad about theaters. Oh again. no. <laughs> so, okay, edit now. Okay, we're gonna end, okay, we're gonna wrap it up. Uh thanks everybody. And we will be back next week with our year in recap for gaming. <laughs> Boys, bye.